Welcome to the Number 10 Podcast, where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Agan. This week, we'll be continuing our discussion of the MLS's back tournament. But before we get into the tournament, I should mention that the NWSL opened their Challenge Cup in Utah this weekend. The North Carolina Courage defeated the Portland Thorns 2-1 off of a late game winner from Lynn Williams. In the nightcap on Saturday, the Washington Spirit beat the Chicago Red Stars 2-1 off of goals from Rose Favelle and Ashley Hatch. But perhaps more notably, in both matches, players wore Black Lives Matter t-shirts to warm up in and knelt for the national anthem in protest against police brutality and violence against black people. The second pair of group stage matches is set to play on Tuesday with the Houston Dash facing the Utah Royals at 12.30 p.m. and the Rain taking on Sky Blue FC at 10 p.m. Both games will be streamed on CBS All Access. As for the MLS, the tournament is set to start July 8th in Orlando, Florida with a Group A doubleheader of Orlando City SC versus Inner Miami and Nashville SC versus the Chicago Fire. Each club has been placed into six groups. After the group stage, the top half of each group, along with three teams with the next best point total, will advance to the knockout round. The winner of the MLS's back tournament will receive a $1.1 million prize, along with a CONCACAF Champions League berth in 2021. In this episode, we'll be looking at Group C, containing Toronto FC, the New England Revolution, the Montreal Impact, in DC United. Before we break down the storylines for Group C, on Sunday, June 28th, Major League Soccer made an announcement regarding COVID-19 testing during the tournament. As of Sunday evening, five of 26 teams had arrived in Orlando. The, re- the remaining teams will arrive by Wednesday. As for testing, each player has received regular COVID-19 tests in their home market. Within 72 hours of departing for Orlando, each player and staff member was tested twice, 24 hours apart. If both these tests came back negative, they were permitted to take the chartered flight to Florida. Once arriving in Florida, each player immediately received another test. Players and staff were quarantined until it was confirmed that those tests came back negative. After that, players and staff will be tested every other day for two weeks and then regularly for the remainder of the MLS's back tournament. Additionally, the MLS announced that if a player tests positive for COVID-19, they will be immediately separated into an isolation area of the hotel until they have been cleared by medical staff. Since teams had first arrived on June 24th, only two players have tested positive when they first arrived and were immediately separated. Finally, Major League Soccer stated on June 30th they would update aggregated COVID-19 testing of everyone involved in the MLS's back tournament and staying at the host hotel in Florida. Now for Group C. The seeded team in Group C is Toronto FC. Last season, they managed to finish fourth in the regular season, but advanced to the MLS Cup Final, where they eventually lost to the Seattle Sounders. Toronto entered the MLS's back tournament with four points after they drew San Jose in their season opener and beat New York FC. During the coronavirus break, Toronto was able to re-sign midfielder Marky Delgado, who netted two goals and was credited with seven assists and started a team-leading 29 games in 2019. In Orlando, it'll be important for him not only to finish the opportunities that we'll have, but also set up key attackers 
Alejandro Pozuelo, and Josie Altidore. Perhaps the biggest blessing for Toronto is that they will have midfielder Michael Bradley back for the tournament. After the MLS Cup, Michael Bradley received ankle surgery that was supposed to sideline him for a good chunk of the season. But with the season being postponed, Bradley only missed two games and should be available to play in Orlando. Last season, Bradley started 26 matches and scored three goals. Toronto FC opened up play on Friday, July 10th at 8 p.m. against DC United. The next team in Group C is the New England Revolution. The regular season for 2019 was one of the most impressive for the New England Revolution in recent years. Halfway through the season, they fired head coach Brad Friedel and brought on Bruce Arena to right the ship. They finished the regular season in seventh place, allowing them to advance into the playoffs for the first time since 2015. The Revs started 2020 by earning one point in their first two matches after losing to the Montreal Impact 2-1 and drawing the Chicago Fire 1-1. New England will get a chance to avenge their loss to the Impact in their first match of the tournament on Thursday, July 9th at 8 p.m. Like Toronto, the time off could prove to be beneficial for the club to get back to full strength. In the match before the league was suspended, the Revs were missing starting goalkeeper Matt Turner with knee irritation and designated player Carles Hill with foot irritation. The time away from play will allow these players to be up to full strength for the tournament. Turner led the team with 87 saves and 5 shutouts in 2019. Hill led the team in both goals and assists production with 10 goals and 14 assists. Both of these players will be vital if New England wants to advance far in the tournament. Next up, we'll be looking at the Montreal Impact. The Impact is an interesting team to look at as they ended 2019 in ninth place in the Eastern Conference, earning only 41 points and not qualifying for the postseason. Despite this dismal performance in the regular season, the Montreal Impact did qualify for the CONCACAF Champions League through winning the Canadian Championship when they defeated Toronto FC on penalty kicks. The Impact managed to get past Saprissa in the first round of the CONCACAF Champions League, but lost 2-1 in their opening leg against Olympia. As for the regular season, Montreal opened up the season with a 2-1 victory against the New England Revolution and drew FC Dallas after giving up two late goals in the match. But perhaps one of the most interesting stories for the Impact team is their new head coach, Thierry Henry. Henry was appointed the head coach in November, the first head coaching gig in Major League Soccer for former Arsenal legend. Before, he had a short stint in Monaco where he only managed four wins in 20 matches. The MLS's back tournament could be an ideal time for Henri to make a statement as a coach. It can be a time where he can show how his experiences on the field and in the MLS are useful when it comes to managing a team in this league. The final team in Group C is DC United. Last season, DC ended the regular season fifth in the East but were knocked out of the tournament by Toronto FC. But since 2019, DC United has lost some of his attacking firepower from last season. Wayne Rooney and Luciano Acosta both left the club in the offseason. Additionally, United States men's national team winger Paul Areola tore his ACL in preseason. Those three players scored 23 of the team's 42 goals last season and will not be representing DC United in the MLS's back tournament. However, DC did gain some talent in the offseason. They signed Atlanta United's Julian Gressel and Columbus Crusty's Federico Higuain as a player coach. Both of these players are very experienced in the MLS that could prove to be useful in the MLS's back tournament. Before the season was postponed, D 
DC earned three points in 2020. In their first match, they lost 2-1 to the Colorado Rapids after they gave up a late goal in added time. They then came back from being a goal down to defeat expansion side Inter-Miami. DC United opened up group play on July 10th against Toronto FC. That is all for Group C. On our next episode, we will be highlighting Group D, which has Real Salt Lake, Sporting Kansas City, the Colorado Rapids, and Minnesota United. Thank you for listening to the Number 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Agan. Please be sure to like and subscribe. Thank you.